Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Hey girl, I wanted to introduce you to our latest brand partners here at Unscripted, JFF, Journey to Financial Freedom. If you've ever felt like your finances are the thing that is holding you back from truly reaching your potential, then let me introduce you to these guys. They help online coaches, consultants, and the likes of us organize and streamline your entire financial world. By doing so, they give you the clarity and empowerment you crave to confidently scale your empire. Not only do they help you shoot for that dream life, but they've got this unique blend of tactical and emotional financial strategies. They dive deep, addressing money at an emotional level because they know it's those underlying beliefs and behaviors that can keep us stuck. They're passionate about transforming your relationship with money by aligning your deep-seated beliefs with those big, dreamy goals. So with JFF, you're not just achieving financial mastery, you're reshaping your entire mindset for success and empowerment. They have a vision beyond the numbers. They believe that with a solid grip on your finances, you can turn your business into a force of good, making a lasting mark on the causes close to your heart. Imagine not only achieving your financial goals, but also creating waves of positive change in your community and beyond. So how are you vibing with your finances lately? Let's level it up together and make an impact. Jump in with JFF and bring those dreams to life. If you want to hear a little bit more, tune into episode 234 with the girl, the hype girl, Steph, who we dropped in and shared a little bit about my backstory and my finance trauma and all the things in between and why I am jumping in and becoming a part of the JFF family. And you can too. Now let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to Unscripted, the podcast. I'm your host, Jess Bergio, and I'm excited for today's guest because she is someone that I am seeing showing up so big on social media, right? You hear me talking about the power of marketing your business, showing up, engaging on social media. She is a fellow podcaster. And we're going to dive into some, we call girlfriend chit chat, just about getting real about some good stuff. I think we don't sometimes give enough space for some of these powerful conversations. And I hope today's going to be a little bit different. Lucy, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm totally thriving. And thank you so much for having me, Jess. I'm so excited to be here. Did you guys hear that answer? Can we just all adopt that? Next time someone asks how you're doing, I hope it's authentic, but I'm going to say totally thriving. That is going to be my, I'm stealing that. Can I steal that? Take it. Take it. I want everyone to be thriving. So do I. So do I. And I, But genuinely, like authentically thriving. So let's just start with that. What is it about what you do and how you're showing up that that's the answer we're getting right now? I think it's a decision more than anything. It's the way I want to live my life. And because that's the way of my choosing when I'm down, when I'm having a slow day, when I'm having a down day, you know, I will remember that it's temporary and that it will get me back on track to my target ASAP, right? So in life, we're having these goals. We have, we can't be bullseye every single time, but at least we have a target to shoot for. At least we know how we want to live our life. And I always say that life should be by design so that how do you want to design your life? I want to live a life of epicness, a life of thriving, a life of my choosing. So that's that's how it is. So when you adopt that mindset of your decision, it's just, it makes a world of difference. For example, I'm just recovering from a flu. And, you know, at one point, maybe I was worried if I can make this 
interview. I'm like, should I email her? No, my voice is like off. I don't, you know, I, I could sound a little bit different. But no, it's just temporary and it's a part of life. So that something happens, these things are circumstances, things that come up in life daily. Like you get sick, something happens, life throws you a curveball. And for sure, life throws us all curveballs. I, I've, been, I've been saying that lately. I'm like, what are you going to do when life lifes at you? Like it's going to life. People will be people. Life's going to happen. But it's all about how you respond. And we get to make a pre-decided decision, I guess is what I like to call that, where how are we going to react when that happens? How are we going to respond to when things don't go as we may want them to go? We can still show up in an energy that feels like it's thriving, even though maybe it's not level 10, you're bringing your best. So where does this come from? Was this just a decision that you made, you know, and, and you've, you've always been like this or how did you come to be this? Because a lot of people are like, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to be able to answer that question how are you with I'm absolutely thriving but that's that's not really like how it was brought up I, I'm more of a someone who might connect with like oh well I'm really and I'm busy and I'm overworked and I'm tired and I'm stressed right we all know we've been in those seasons before but for you where did that kind of transformation or that change kind of come from I love this question thank you for asking because it's obviously a journey we all go through our journeys and at one point, we might be stressed out. I was there once, right? I was, you know, back in my 20s, there was a point where I was so stressed out that I had trouble breathing. I would constantly gasp for air, like I was struggling. And then I had to like purposely yawn really hard so that I can take a deeper breath. Wow. I took many tests you know, I went to see the doctor. I thought there was something major happening with my heart. I felt like I was dying. I couldn't breathe. We did a lot of scans, a heart testing. And in the end, there was nothing wrong with me. And yet I felt like I was dying. So in the end, the diagnostic was that I was stressed out. And I was like, what? Like, how can stress cause so much in your physical body? Like, I was just, like, blown away by how how we could be affected in such a way. And I think that really came to realization that no matter how successful we might seem on the outside, that means nothing if we don't have our health. And that's why I always preach that making money should be a byproduct of what you love to do and it, sh it can come easily but it's the inside work it's the mindset it's how you take care of yourself that's gonna make a world of difference on how you actually have a thriving life right what's the point of making millions of dollars if you can't sleep at night so that's how I look at life now and I choose now to live a life where I am fulfilled, where I feel there's more purpose, right? Where I'm more healthy, I adopt ha healthier habits, and where I have a better mindset, where things just don't go as planned and it is still okay. Just like how last week my daughter went to camp for three days and I have planned this hotel stay with my husband. We, we've been, we're, we're looking forward to this. 
for the whole year because she never stays outside. She never stays overnight. And we finally get this date. And on the day that she leaves, me and my husband, we both came down with a flu. So we just pretty much stayed at the hotel for three days. And yet we had the best vacation ever. Like it's, I think in hindsight, if we were still in our 20s, we would have hated. We would have really hated the situation. We would have blamed each other, blamed this, you know, this virus, brain, whatever, because that's how we are taught. We're always looking for excuses. We're searching for external, you know, person, thing, event, circumstance to blame. And it makes a world of difference how we react, like you talked about. Yeah. Our thoughts that goes after what happens because all of those events are simply facts. Everything that's happening in your life, they're simply facts and they are neutral. But you get to decide if it's positive or negative. And there's always a positive spin to everything that's happening in life. Oh, my gosh. I could not agree more. And I, I don't know if this is something that you develop over time as you get older. I know there's a lot of people in their 20s that maybe have had exposure to these conversations and therefore maybe have adopted this way. But I find that there's that that sweet spot of women between, you know, their mid 30s, all the way to the 50s and 60s, who this is why they say like in your 40s, you give less fucks. And in your 50s, it's even better in your 60s. I'm like, it is true. You just you you learn to be discerning with where you're giving energy, whether it's to the negative side of getting upset because you're sick and you can't take advantage of these couple of days or making the most of the time that you do have, even though you're sick. Right. We know that time is fleeting. We know that you can you can choose to suffer in this moment or you can not. Right. It's all a friggin choice. But at the end of the day, I think there's women like you and, and now myself that are facilitating these conversations, creating awareness that we do have the power to to show up differently in our life and that we don't have to do it like maybe our parents did or the people that we spent time with growing up. That condition, that conditionedness to connect with people on that excuse level or that negativity, it is easy to commiserate. Like nobody, lo- like misery loves company is like the, the uh, we didn't create the term. It is just what it is. And some people are annoyingly optimistic, annoyingly optimistic to where we know them. And I think I see in your bio, it says unshakable optimist. And I'm like, that's going to be, I'm adopting that as well. I'm thriving and I'm an unshakable optimist. And sometimes we have to see other people being that energy. And we, and, and, and I know this to be true for myself. And I've explored this a lot more lately with some current clients where they're getting triggered by people. When people are overly nice or have shown up in an energy that like might make them feel some type of way, really all that is is a mirror back on something that you either want to be doing or that you want to be bringing out or it's doing something. Do you have any opinion or want to speak on that one? Because I, I'll never forget this woman came to me at the gym one day and it's early. I'm a part of the 5 a.m. club only because I have to be. And she said to me one morning, you're always smiling. What are you smiling about? And it was clearly bothering her. And I just I was so taken aback that I thought, well, I, I guess I'm just happy to be here that I'm excited that I made it to the gym again today. And you know, I wanted to get into it with her, but I could just tell there wasn't, there was no receiving that was going to happen. So I just smiled and walked away. But it's true, right? Do you find that to be true for some of your clients or people that you work with? Yeah, I, I love what you're saying. It's so true because in this society, there's a lot of people going around hating the toxic pos- positivity. Right. Right. And I think 
we can't change others. I can't change how they think. They are on their journey and their time will come. Maybe not today, but their time will come where they meet the right mentor or coach that will walk them through the, the valley, the shadow of the darkness. And then when they come out of the tunnel at their right time, and it's okay. I'm not stuck in that I have to help everybody. I'm yeah. not stuck in the, you know, in my self-shaming that, oh, my positivity is not lighting her up. That's okay. I will illuminate whoever comes into my presence. And I've had clients who tell me I'm their like lighthouse. And that's enough because I am the way I am. And that will inspire the right people who are ready for transformation at this moment. And and coming back to what you said, again, choosing to be that unshakable optimist, because that's I'm a I'm an optimist. Right. And I'm a non-shakable optimist. I say that because that's that's who I choose to be. That's who I want to be. And that's how I always come back to who I am. Was I ever shaken? Yeah. (laughs) Right. When Kobe Bryant, when I heard the news, the helicopter crashed the whole day. I couldn't work. I canceled all my calls. I was totally shaken and I wasn't shaken for a while. But there are times when it. It shakes me, right? But that, again, just reminds me that's temporary. What can I learn from this process? Mm. How soon can I get myself back? And when I do, when I use the tools, right? Those are the tools, the same tools I'm going to use to help my clients to expedite their process of coming out of darkness. And we all have those dark times, but it's okay And that's why it's important to know our persona, right? We're not making up a persona, but it's who you choose to be in your life. And that that makes a world of difference. I agree. I totally agree. How did you step into this role of master life coach? I like that question because (laughs) it was by coincidence. I did not know. I did not know coaching was a career. So I've been in business all my life. I... I might come from very entrepreneurial family. My grandpa did business to give you a, a sense of how I grew up. Um, I married an entrepreneur. <laughs> uh, we worked at his family business for a while and we had we did our own business. It was just, you know, I think in the decades of us being in business, everything was in autopilot kind of. It was like, oh, Everyone thought Lucy had a good life, you know, she was kind of successful, but I wasn't truly happy on the inside. There was always missing something like it was like, right, we're just waiting for our death days. And I think I was following this. I didn't follow many bloggers. And at the time I followed this one blogger and she became a life coach. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, life coaching? Like you can help other people and get paid, right? That sounds amazing. Like that amused me. Like that made me light up. Like, you know, having income going in my bank account didn't light me up in that way. So that's how I got into coaching. And once I got into coaching, I told my friends about it and they were like, what? Isn't that for 
celebrities. Like, I'm like, no, anyone can have a coach and actually everyone should have a coach. And right. all if, of us, if like, you have a life, you can be life coached, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I really, I'm happy that more people are working with coaches now. And I always say it doesn't have to be me, but definitely get yourself a coach and and believe in the power of coaching. I am yeah. constantly, constantly investing in myself. I buy, I'm a course junkie. I'm like always buying coaching programs, coaching courses, anything you want to learn. Information is readily available out there. You just have to do it. Yeah. And also I've heard people say, oh, I've been burned by coaches. You know, I've had back programs like I've been through coaching programs where I was like, okay, this is totally not what I expected, or this is totally not right for me, or this is totally not helpful. But then I always come back to it like, still, instead of blaming the coach, instead of blaming the program, what can, since I already invested, right, what can I take away? Or what will I not do in the future to avoid other people feeling that way? Yeah. So you can always learn again that's come back to the to the mindset of seeing the positive perspective even through the negatives and I think that's a skill that we need to learn in life I agree and I I'm I'm right there with you of of investing to learn right I want to learn what is the framework they use how did they get from where they were to where they are now you know what what are they doing to help shift people and I think I keep hearing things around life coaching that I just everyone has like a different take on the term. We're totally fine with therapists. We don't we don't require you to be a certain age just as long as you're accredited. Right. You can go be a therapist. Same with being a doctor. But you step into the coaching space and it's like, well, who is she to be a coach? Who is that person to give life advice? And I'm like, well, she's for somebody like she's learned and had some life experience that can probably help somebody skip the steps or you know, avoid some of the pitfalls that maybe they went through. And no one ever really knows your personal story. They think they know based on what you've shared or the persona you're sharing with the world. But I think if you open up space to not be so responsible for someone else's transformation and you just open up the space to, like you said, be a lighthouse, like what, what, like just sit with that for a second. If you can just be a light in someone's life, and hold space. That's why I use that term space holder in my bio because it feels so like expansive, but then also not so definitive of what someone's going to quote unquote get from me when they work with me. And I like to leave things open ended because it's it's just like when I worked in the beauty industry, people share with you the sides they want you to see. And when, you know, the, the blonde with the long hair comes in after six years and she all of a sudden wants to dye her hair black and cut bangs, I'm like, whoa, whoa, like what's actually going on? Do you really want to cut your hair off today or is there something deeper happening? What like we need to talk about this. And so I think that's just the gift that people who own the coaching space that are willing to step into that and have these deeper conversations and see people for where they're at and what they might need. We need people like that. And so I hope more and more people step into the coaching and mentorship space, just like it's encouraged to become a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher. You know, nobody shits on that if you're like hey I'm gonna go be a doctor like there's already five million doctors you shouldn't do that or who are you to become a doctor right but we do that in this coaching space because it's not really there's not there's not you know anybody governing this side which I'm sure they will eventually right they've made 
you know, weed legal now. So who knows? Who knows where we'll be in 50 years? But I love that we are a part of, you know, just facilitating any sort of support or change. And I think if we break it all the way down to what's really happening, that's all we do with our podcast, too, is just share perspectives and try to be a guide or a light to someone else's awakening or getting through the hard stuff. So let's talk about your podcast, because I know you've had a podcast for a long time as well. What is it about a podcast and like just the modality of podcasting that gets you excited or allows for you to be fully expressed? Oh, so many pros, right? right? No cons, all pros. (laughs) Agreed. I always say podcasters are the best people in the world and podcast listeners are right there with us. So I think I really love this medium because it's, first of all, free right? We have free content that we can provide into the world. I am so confident if you binge listen to my podcast, your life will be better, right? If you just listen to all the episodes, I guarantee your life will be better. I love that. (laughs) I like that's the mentality that I have that gives me permission to charge for my coaching calls, right? I am here to provide value no matter what. So if you just dig into my free content, I'm okay with that. I'm very happy. And I'm still confident that your life will be better, right? So good. And really, and all all my guests, I know I'm sure for you as well, I've listened to your podcast and everyone's amazing. And I know my podcast guests are amazing. Like they are providing value and sharing their time as well. So it's this medium that you can, that you get free content and then you can take it with you anywhere in the world, anytime you have time, right? The, wherever you listen to podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's yeah. just such an amazing medium and platform that I don't know. Yeah, I love this. And I think really take these free info as gold. Because even if you just pick up one golden nugget a day, right, that adds up to your amazing life. Yeah. If you get an aha moment, I I always get this question like, Lucy, what was this epiphany point or turning point in your life? And when I look back to my life, there was not really one. Well, I would say, fortunately, I did not have a tragic event. I did not have, you know, a certain event that forced me to change the way I live my life. And I think a lot of women, especially, they wait for that turning point to change their life. But I think you don't have to. It's these daily small golden nuggets that gives you the small aha moments. And if all these aha moments add up, they are powerful. Totally. And they can change your life. Yeah. And if you're someone who isn't in a position to invest in the courses and the programs or even coaching, podcasting is a great place to start. It's where we all started, right? You can get all of the free resource content and you can find people that light you up, that inspire you, that have guests on that share, like she said, so much free value. And I hope obviously you listen to this show. You are getting that here each and every time you tune in. You have a framework that you use with your coaching clients to accomplish goals. Do you want to share with us that three-step framework? Can we get a little dose of what it's like working with Lucy? (laughs) I I don't know. I just make things simple, right? We like, love that here. We if love you that. Have, if you have any goal, I, I just pretty much walk through 
the the three steps. And the first one is that you got to believe it. That you got to believe it because so often we're like, we're going to be a millionaire. You know, I'm going to be the first millionaire of our family. Well, do you truly believe that? That belief system is the foundation of whether or not this is going to work or actually happen. Yeah. Right. I want to share a funny story because I want to share with you how impactful number one of this three-step framework is. I sat in my very first business mastermind several years ago and they had us pick an arbitrary number out of our brain that we wanted to make. And at the time, I think I was making, you know, 150 in my business that I was currently a part of. And I picked $5 million with no rhyme or reason, no need for that specific amount of money. I just chose the number with a big smile, wrote it on a piece of paper. And then from that point forward, I didn't realize that I was holding myself back from even making $1 in my new business because I was so stuck on the $5 million. But my brain couldn't compute how to go from $150 to $5 million because one, I had never been there before. And two, I guess I really didn't believe it was possible to be a one-woman show and make $5 million. I, I just... I couldn't see the bigger picture and I didn't have somebody breaking down. Why don't we start with going from 150 to 200 and then maybe from two to four, right? And then moving up the needle of like, eventually, if you'd like to make 1 million, why don't we start with the goal being, let's double your revenue. So I think that piece too is like, we don't talk enough about, it's great to play what some people like to call stupid idea time, but how about, wouldn't it be cool when this happens or wouldn't it be great when this works? Like there's so many different reframes you can do, but the belief I think is the number one thing that we truly have to have. So I'm I'm right there. Okay, number two. What's number two? <laughs> number two, I would say is manifest. You have to put it out there, right? Yeah. yeah. And I've come across a lot of people who actually don't believe in manifesting. So then I'm going to say, well, okay, then we're just going to put it as a plan, right? You, you make it more concrete. What are you asking for? What are you looking for? What do you, what do you actually want accomplished? You have to know it. You have to know it to know what actions that you're going to take next, right? And that pretty much lead us to the third one. It's really just to take action because so many people just talk about it and think about it. And, and that goes pretty much on repeat for like 10 years and nothing happens. So that's why really it's about taking action and imperfect action, fast action, even the wrong actions, right? I've had several clients, you know, they come to me for one thing and just after one coaching call, you're like, well, Lucy, I actually don't want to do that anymore. Well, you see, if you never taken an action on that first call, you would have never came to a realization that you actually wanted to do something else. Oh my gosh, so, that's so true. Yeah, so even imperfect action will lead you to the right things. So clarity doesn't come when at the right time. Clarity comes only with action. Agreed. Could not agree more. And I think with that clarity comes the confidence to know that actually isn't the goal or dream I thought it, I wanted because maybe we made up an idea of what that dream would feel like, right? Like, look at you, you had all that success, you guys were making money, but it wasn't actually the goal. The goal was to feel fulfilled by what you were doing each and every day. And it wasn't until you recognized that you were just like, meh. And then you heard something that lit you up. Hmm, let me go explore that. You could have tapped into life coaching and been like, ah, this really doesn't work for me either. So I think that's one of those things where it's the beautiful gift that we have of choice. 
how do I want to show up in the season of my life? Some seasons, it's about the grind. Some seasons, it's about lessons and learning what works for you, what doesn't. We usually don't know what we like until we try it on. You don't know if you like steak until you try it. You don't know if you like watermelon until you take a bite of it. But you have to put yourself into action. And manifestation, I think, is literally the act of believing and then speaking out into the world what it is that you want. You can't just sit back and think about what you want because you're right. You'll sit there for 10 years thinking about it and dreaming about it, but never acquiring it or trying it. And then the action piece, we think it has to be this perfect action. We think we have to know exactly the step to take, but often the wrong steps lead you to the right answers and then it all makes sense. It usually all makes sense looking back, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like in hindsight, everything's yeah. so easy, right? Yep. <laughs> Jen, Got- Jen Gottlieb always says, and I know she's quoting somebody else when she says, you know, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. And when we stay looking backwards, we're not moving forwards. If we try to make sense of everything that's ever happened to us, to us, for us, around us, we get stuck in that and we don't take action because we're like, yeah, but the one time I did do this thing, it didn't work out or this. I saw somebody else do something. So therefore, I, I don't know. You know, and and we get preconditioned to believe things that other people experience will be different or the same for us. And again, it goes back to like stepping into this coaching space. And I had a lot of great mentors over the years in, in the beauty industry that were wonderful. And I knew at the time kind of that they were mentors, but I was learning how to be mentored. And then it in turn, now I look back at all the times that I was actually mentoring other people, but didn't realize that's what I was doing or that I was, I'm holding up air quotes, coaching people through stuff and I got to do that and practice that through my my clients behind the chair and in the gym. And at the end of the day, the, the hair and the fitness pieces were just kind of like a modality of an opportunity to create the conversation, right? We created the, that wall came down and the conversation started happening. And that's the part where I realized, oh, it's not about the hair or the gym. It's about the facilitation of these conversations or creating space to allow for some sort of transformation. And that's why I love having conversations with women like you, because it's like we hopefully as as we're sharing this, people are like, oh, there are people that can help me get through this season of my life. Oh, there are people who want to get in the mud with me because they've been there. They understand what I've gone through and maybe not in the same exact way, but they're going to help me get to my goals. They're going to help me figure out what my goals are. And it's OK if if you are in a place maybe where you're like, I probably should have bigger or better goals, or I'm always told to reach for the next thing. But maybe you're currently in your goal right now, but you're so inundated with other things, you don't even realize you're living in your once what once was a dream or a goal. I know that to be true for a lot of high achievers or people who are kind of just always searching for the next thing. We can find a lot of, you know, grace with where we're currently at if you can just tap into like your resources or people around you or tap into podcasts that make you feel lit up or fulfilled with maybe what you already have. It's not always about what's outside of you. So when people tune into your podcast, what can they expect to get from you when you're in 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 flow, when, when we're all tuned into Lucy? I know you have amazing guests on the show, but I want people to get to know you a little bit more. Oh, I think foremost, I just want people to be inspired. I think we need to be inspired daily because we need just like just like we eat three times a day right we need fuel for our mind daily and i get that question a lot like lucy like how do you stay so positive well you know what i listen to motivational speeches all the time i love it i'm fueling your my mind i'm fueling my life with positivity you eat three times a day but are you fueling yourself up 
three times a day with either podcasts, books, courses, whatever's, whatever's that works for you, right? Yeah. Even other modalities like breath work, yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. whatever works for you. I always say every guru is right. Every modality has its advantages. You just have to try it on like you talked about and see what works best for you. But whatever that is, you got to do it daily. You got to feel yourself mentally. You yeah. work out your physical muscle. You go to the gym. You work out your physical muscle. Are mm-hmm. you working out your mental muscle? Are you working on your confidence? Are you working on your resilience? Are you working on all these things that's going to make your life great, make your life thrive, right? So, so we got to work on those muscles. And how do you work on those muscles? You just go through life. You fall, you get up. That's going to give you more confidence. You make a promise to yourself. You keep that promise. That's going to build your confidence muscle again, right? All those you you said you're going to take action. Well, okay, maybe we procrastinate. I procrastinate as well. Sure. But I, I, I'll do them tomorrow, right? But you still get it done and not That's get cool. defeated. Uh-huh. And I think one of the really powerful sayings that, you know, how they're saying, like, get out of your comfort zone, get out of your comfort zone. Like, people sometimes are stuck in their comfort zones forever. But I think there's actually a difference between where you are actually in your comfort zone because you're living the life you, of your choosing or if you're actually in your defeat zone you're defeated and not moving forward i think there's a big difference between that like sometimes i'm in my happy comfort zone right like i'm happy exactly i'm very content with everything that's going on i'm comfortable i'm living my life i'm totally good i, I you know sometimes i'm in this zone for a while so that's going to be different than the defeat zone where you're trying and then you're not even trying. You're not even taking action, but you're scared to go yeah. out of your bubble. So I think you really have to evaluate on your life sometimes. We have to evaluate. We have to reflect on life. Just like confidence. When you're scared of moving forward, are you lacking self-confidence or the technical confidence? That's two things, right? You got to ask yourself, is this a technical thing? If I don't know how to use Zoom, I don't know how to use Riverside, which is where we're recording right now. If I don't know how to technically get on this meeting call, I got to learn it so I can get on this call with Jess, right? That's the technical confidence. But if it's the inner work, then we got to work on our inner mindset, right? So you have to really look at it and know what you are missing. If you're missing technical help, get help, take a course, get yourself a tech. You know, get someone, get a done for you something that someone else is going to come in and do it for you if that's what's stopping you. If not, if it's a self-confidence issue, work on that. Work on the self-confidence part. I love that. Such awesome perspective. And I just want to leave you guys with that. And you can find Lucy. Where do you like to hang out? Is Instagram your favorite spot? Or can would you prefer people to find you on your website? And obviously yes. the podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. I am very active on Instagram at uh, M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U. That's Miss Lucy Lou. And if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, just hit the search button and look for The Lucy Lou Show. It's a weekly Fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And it's L-U-C-Y-L-I-U, the Lucy Lou Show. Oh, my God. It was such a pleasure to have this conversation with you, Lucy. I feel lit up. It is all about ingesting positive propaganda 
just like I always I, I tell the worst analogy jokes on this show, just so you know, Lucy, I always say one salad won't make you skinny, just like one cheeseburger won't make you fat. You need to fuel your body with the good stuff, whether it's literal, mental, physical, spiritual, it all adds up. And if you feel like you need more inspiration in your life, go listen to the Miss Lucy show and tune in weekly to podcasts that do light you up, that do make you believe in yourself, that help you see that anything is possible that you want and and break the goal down in the simple ways that she shared today, right? Belief, manifestation and action. It is a lot more simple than you than you want to make it out. We love to overcomplicate stuff and we are both here to make sure that you realize that what you want, the things you want in your life, they are attainable, right? Come hang out with us more. We'll make you believe in yourself a little bit more than you don't. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Lucy. You guys make sure to check out her podcast. All of the info will be linked in the show notes below. The more women you can have in your corner rooting you on, helping you believe that anything is possible, literally, it's a game changer in your life. And then, of course, in your business as well. But it all starts with the internal work around the belief that you deserve to live the biggest, boldest life possible. And if that means you got to flip the script, that's what we do over here. We live unscripted. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Unscripted, the podcast. Send you all so much love. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This is your friendly reminder that if a podcast is on your heart to create, we got you, boo. We created Media Unscripted to take the guesswork out of starting, launching, and growing your podcast. I knew I had to create something that I wish existed three years ago when I started the show, which, by the way, had a different name. What does that mean for you? Simply put, you don't have to have it all figured out before you start. We help take the guesswork out of launching your show and creating meaningful content that adds value. A podcast can be your main source of content that not only helps you build an audience, but connects you deeper to your community. Go to MediaUnscripted.com to learn more. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love.